Today in Security from Wired. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas, watching a sinkhole swallow eight priceless sports cars, cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a new broadband network will deliver the internet to 40 million people in Mexico. A tiny new chip could secure the next generation of IoT by Lily Hay Newman. The Internet of Things security crisis persists as billions of inadequately secured webcams, refrigerators, and more flood homes around the world. But IoT security researchers at Microsoft Research have their eye on an even larger problem, the billions of gadgets that already run on simple microcontrollers, small, low-power computers on a single chip, that will gradually gain connectivity over the years, exponentially expanding the Internet of Things population. And that connected electric toothbrush needs protection too. The challenge with Internet of Things security so far has been the cost of implementing hardened features. It's cheaper and faster to develop a product without spending time and resources on security. Devices rush off the line without adequate protections, often riddled with bugs, and rarely have a mechanism for manufacturers to distribute patches. An attacker who penetrates those IoT devices can potentially steal data, rope the unit into a botnet, or even use it as a jumping-off point to infiltrate other parts of a network. At least for those full-featured IoT devices, fixes exist, even if they're rarely or poorly implemented. Smaller peripheral devices that run on microcontrollers, though, don't have the compute power to spare on security steps like encrypting data or scanning for anomalous behavior. So Microsoft Research has poured its IoT efforts into Project Sopris, placing the IoT security focus to microcontrollers while keeping costs down. Everything you interact with that you don't typically think of as a computer has some kind of microcontroller in it, and over the next five to ten years, we believe that those devices will all be replaced by versions of the devices that will be interconnected, says Galen Hunt, the managing director of Project Sopris. Think blenders, hair dryers, and other unlikely but inevitably connected accessories. 
The manufacturers of those devices are very woefully unprepared for the security challenges of the internet, says Hunt. So what we set out to do was to see if we could figure out how to help those devices be secure and also accelerate the learning of the manufacturers of the devices. The Project Sopris microcontroller prototype is designed to incorporate what Microsoft terms the seven properties of highly secure devices, a common-sense melange of best practices. It includes the usual suspects like enabling regular software updates and requiring devices to store cryptographic keys in a secure part of the hardware. Hunt says they built the chip with recognition that you build in security, and then you also have to have mechanisms so that if in the future hackers get more clever, you're able to, without the consumer doing anything, be able to update and improve the security on the device. Well, stuffing so many elements onto a microcontroller asks a lot of such a tiny processor. So the Sopris chip includes a secondary security processor that handles much of the cryptographic overhead. That specialized processor also does periodic software audits to check for deviations or any misbehavior. If it finds something, it can reset individual processes or the whole device as needed. This type of mechanism matters because many IoT devices, think routers and connected printers, are essentially on all the time. I mean, when's the last time you rebooted your printer? So attackers can currently rely on compromises that are effective but not persistent after a reboot because they're typically not in immediate danger of losing their foothold into the device. The Sopris chip also incorporates the concept of software compartmentalization. Or, put another way, apps. Microcontrollers do such relatively basic computing that they aren't typically architected to separate different processes. Everything just runs together as one big open program. And that creates security issues, because it means that a problem in one process impacts all the software. By keeping the software separated, a bug or a glitch in one portion doesn't need to taint the whole system and can be corrected in isolation. It's like how one app crashing on your smartphone doesn't bring the whole system down. Security really needs to be at the foundation of system design, says Vikram Dendi, the head of technical strategy for Project Sopris. Everyone is touting that they're secure, but we know that there is no such thing as truly secure. The best you can hope for is, have you secured it? So, if there are compromises and attempts to compromise, and there will be inevitably, then you can resist and you can recover. So far, Microsoft's solution has held up under scrutiny. In a challenge organized through bug bounty facilitator HackerOne, 150 security researchers failed to crack Project Sopris. It's stupidly easy to hack most IoT devices, but this was very different, says a researcher who goes by Hexadecimal, who participated in the challenge. The chip was definitely built for security from the ground up. One of the noteworthy things would be the lack of information. The board and its web server were very closed off, nothing that would hint at an exploit. I only started to get a foothold after decompiling one of the setup tools that came with it, but I never managed to find anything, and neither did anyone else in the challenge. 
Hunt says the team was actually disappointed that the penetration testers didn't find more flaws. Better to find out under controlled conditions than in the wild. Project Sopris has another security challenge planned in which the attack surface for the chip will be a bit larger, giving hackers more avenues in, like connection to cloud services. And the researchers say that they someday hope to make full schematics for the Sopris chip open source, though there's no clear timeline. Offering such a robust product for free could truly make a radical impact in facilitating better IoT security for all products at low cost. The Sopris chips still haven't been produced at scale, but Hunt says it seems possible, based on the preliminary work, to eventually make a secure microcontroller nearly as cheap as a regular one. That would be a critical step to widespread adoption. IoT security often fails because it's significantly cheaper not to care. In fact, that applies to consumers, too. It's hard enough to keep your smartphone and laptop updated and secure, much less devices you didn't even know had an internet connection. The biggest potential benefit of Project Sopris? You'll never notice it. In fact, you'll never have to think of it at all. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how this broadband network will change millions of lives in Mexico, right now. 40 million people in Mexico do not have access to the Internet. Our company, Altan Redes, is building a network that will connect them to the world. Chap wrote insurance policies that gave the Mexican government, our investors, and partners the confidence they needed to make this happen. They also cover our construction risk, damage to the network, and environmental exposure. For a project this complex, Chap was the one. Hear more stories at chubcom slash podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.